his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. What a close call for an NYPD officer on gun patrol. An NYPD officer shot in the back in the Bronx. Thank God this good man is going to be okay. I'm Sean Adams at Jacoby Medical Center. More vaccine shots are promised, but still a fraction of what we're capable of administering. New York to get a 16% increase in weekly vaccine doses. So that's good news. I'm Marla Diamond. We'll hear from Tom Ridge, the first Homeland Security Secretary, with a plan to make sure we're never hunting for vaccines again. No bonds, no shilling, no clemens, no kidding. A class of zero for the Baseball Hall of Fame, and the Knicks' loss in Utah caps an 0-4 night for the locals. This is Brad Heller. Been to the gym lately. Joe Connolly tells us how the fitness industry has changed. Permanently. This is Wednesday, January 27th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. Well, good morning. Good to have you with us. It's going to be an okay day today on the warm side for what we've been experiencing, 35 to 40. And compared to what we will be experiencing, very cold airs on the way in the next few days. We'll be talking to Craig Allen about that. Let's check now on the condition of a cop on gun patrol last night who got shot below his vest. WCBS reporter Sean Adams is at Jacoby Medical Center in the Bronx. Sean? Yeah, stable condition this morning. He's in pain, but his spirits are said to be high. 31-year-old police officer, six years with the NYPD. He's assigned to a special unit that gets guns off the streets. Police Commissioner Dermot Shea says it was late last night. Soundview section of the Bronx. Plainclothes officers spotted an armed suspect. He ran, then he turned and fired. Our officer, we believe, fired one round. We believe the perpetrator fired four rounds. And during that exchange of gunfire, our officer was struck what we believe is one time in the lower back below his bulletproof vest. As I said, the firearm from the perpetrator was recovered. The suspect, 24 years old, he has a record in New York and New Jersey. That young officer has several relatives who have also served in the NYPD. Mayor de Blasio salutes his bravery. Wayne? What do we know about this unit that the officer is part of? Well, this is the Gun Violence Suppression Division. It's a relatively new unit, an elite unit, 200 members. Uh, They target individuals and organizations that traffic in illegal firearms. Uh, They rely on undercover work, intelligence gathering, informants. 
Uh, they follow up on shootings. They go after gangs. So this young officer was out there playing clothes last night with his, with his partners. There were four of them out there in a car. They were doing their job. They were going after a bad guy with a gun. Sean, thank you. For every five vaccine shots before, now we'll get six. That is the promise from the White House for our area. And Marla Diamond is live with that. Marla, the supply is still a fraction of our capacity to administer, but hey, at least it's something. That's right, Wayne. Uh, with 7 million New Yorkers meeting the requirements to receive the vaccine right now, Governor Cuomo says the effort will still take months and months, but the bump is welcome news from the new Biden administration. What number we're going to get for the next three weeks is very important because it'll bring some efficiency to the program that we we haven't been able to implement. I can now turn around and tell my distributors you're going to get 16 percent more for the next three weeks. Uh, so that's good news. The governor spoke to MSNBC after taking part in a conference call with administration officials. New York currently receives 250,000 vaccines from the federal government a week. This 16 percent increase would bump that number up to just under 300 thousand doses a week. Marla, what's the current thinking about using the planned second doses first? Well, that is something that Mayor de Blasio and other officials asked the state for last week. The governor says the federal government won't allow it because they don't know what the production schedule is and they don't want to leave people without that second dose. Last week, new guidance from the CDC said second doses can be administered a little bit later than those three or four weeks. They can be administered in six weeks. And the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines can be mixed and matched between doses in some instances. So it is possible to use that second dose as a first dose if the state will allow it. Marta, thank you. You know, we've already seen the vaccine getting into the arms of the rich and connected faster in some cases. But what happened north of the border has Canadians just outraged. Jim Crusula on why a billionaire and his wife made a trip to Yukon. A wealthy couple chartered a plane to the region and took COVID-19 vaccine doses meant for indigenous elders. They have been identified as 55-year-old Rodney Baker and his 32-year-old actress wife, Ekaterina. Each faced $900 fines for violating quarantine guidelines. Baker, who earned $11 million last year as a Canadian casino magnate, is now the subject of a separate money laundering probe. A local official in Yukon says he's never seen or heard of such despicable, disgusting sense of entitlement or a lack of moral compass. Which reminds us, it's the Morning News Roundup on WCBS. Good to have you along with us. Uh, maybe we should be playing Let's Get Physical, Joe Connolly, because uh, have you been to the gym lately? Not just you, but all of us. The fitness industry really has changed permanently. Yeah, and a lot of the reason is because people's routines have changed and because of technology. New York fitness instructor Lindsay Clayton says gyms may not fully reclaim their former role in members' lives. She tells the Wall Street Journal people will start splitting their time between at-home and in-person fitness because they still crave a personal connection sometimes. But Peloton has many competitors now. Planet Fitness and others now have home fitness apps too, even for non-members. 72% of health clubs now have an on-demand and live stream component. More than half those surveyed have frozen or canceled their gym memberships. Many say they will go back eventually, but still work out virtually sometimes too. Fitness booking service MindBody says it's not Beachbody goals anymore. 
They say COVID has pushed people to think about overall health. Half of its virtual bookings are now for yoga and meditation, for emotional, mental, and spiritual fitness, which many say exercising and walking helps out with as well. Wayne? Speaking of walks, we have news about the Baseball Hall of Fame. And the news is no news. That's next. WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Live on 880 and on demand at WCBS880.com slash roundup or wherever you get your podcasts. Now in the Morning News Roundup with the WCBS Extrogen Weather Forecast Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. 33 under a cloudy sky right now and uh, the humidity 88% and no more precip around the city or New Jersey or uh, even portions of the Hudson Valley. It's pretty much done, but there is still some snow that is falling over uh, some sections of Connecticut as well as central and eastern Suffolk County and 35 to 44 this afternoon. So there still may be some slippery spots. It is below freezing in Connecticut, especially this morning. Morning. Flurries or sprinkles around this afternoon, mostly cloudy and colder with a gusty wind tonight, 25 to 30 near 20 inland. And Thursday, clouds, a chance of flurries, and then some sunshine and windy and cold and 30 to 35 Friday. It's a bitter day, a bitter cold wind, 24 to 28 wind chills in the teens even through the afternoon. Right now for the city again, 33, humidity 88%, and a northwest wind, 5 to 10 miles per hour. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. It's Wednesday morning. we got a follow-up now on uh, yesterday's story about U.S. airports having to screen foreign passengers for COVID, requiring proof of a negative test. CBS travel editor Peter Greenberg checked this out on our afternoon roundup. What's interesting is how quickly the uh, travel industry is trying to pivot to make it work. Uh, There are a number of hotels and resorts in some countries that are now saying they will give you, as an incentive for you to go there in the first place, a free COVID-19 test uh, upon your return. And some of these hotels are actually saying that if you do test positive, they'll put you up there for 14 days at their expense. Two more weeks, not that you want COVID. A high school standout athlete from New Jersey is finding her voice after being muzzled by her school. Levon Putney has her story. Down the Jersey Shore in Manchester Township, right outside of Tom's River, the high school there has a basketball star named Destiny Adams. She's a senior already committed to playing in North Carolina. Now, Adams is black and wanted to wear a Black Lives Matter warm-up shirt for Tuesday's season opener, arguing she wanted to teach little girls to stand up for what's right and always let their voices be heard. That was a quote from the statement that she read to Manchester's Board of Education, who discussed whether to allow Adams to wear the Black Lives Matter shirt. Well, they decided not to allow her, but they didn't say anything about socks. And Adams' mother says Destiny has a pair with Black Lives Matter on them, and she wore those instead. Well, the Baseball Hall of Fame pitches a shutout for 2021. Brad Heller, nobody received the required 75% of the vote, and Kurt Schilling did not take the news very well. He did not win. Good morning. Schilling came up 16 votes short after coming up 20 votes short last year. He wrote a letter to the Hall of Fame asking to have his name taken off the ballot next year, which is his 10th and final year of eligibility. Schilling wrote, I'll defer to the Veterans Committee and men whose opinions actually matter and who are in a position to actually judge a player. Now, what's clearly holding Schilling back is his political comments and controversial statements over the years that he has made on social media. Next year is also the last year of eligibility 
particularly for Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, both, of course, linked to steroids. They ended up with 62% of the vote. Schilling was at 71%. It's the first time since 1960 that there was nobody in the class, not even someone from a veterans committee. But Wayne, last year's class, including Derek Jeter, is still scheduled to be inducted in Cooperstown this summer on July 25th. All right, so as we await baseball, we have all the winter sports that are happening, and uh, nobody won <laughs> last year. Yeah. Night. No, it was a rough one. 0 for 4. The Knicks out in Utah were up 15 in the first half, but then lost to the Jazz 108-94. Utah is the hottest team in the NBA. They've won nine straight. Well, the Knicks have lost three in a row. They end their West Coast trip at 1-3. and three. The Rangers' losing streak is at 4. They fell to the Sabres in Buffalo 3-2. to two. The Islanders dropped a tough one in Washington 3-2 to the Capitals as Justin Schultz scored with 27 seconds left in regulation. And the Devils had a bad third period. They gave up three goals a loss to the Flyers in Newark, 5-3. Thank you, Brad Heller. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning News Roundup on WCBS 880. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good to have you with us. Three things to know. All students in all schools at full strength by the fall, the prediction from Mayor de Blasio, adding boldly, I don't have a doubt in my mind. Second thing, dogs can learn words fast, some faster than others. Researchers in Budapest say border collies can learn new words after hearing them just four times and are as smart as a two-year-old. Third thing, the sanitation worker charged with storming the Capitol, Dominic Matten, is no longer a city garbage man. He wasn't fired. He quit. The way COVID is spreading and the way our governments have tried and in many cases failed to contain COVID is an example to our enemies of just how vulnerable the United States is to biological threats. Some say maybe it's time for an Apollo-style mission to get ahead of this. And the Bipartisan Commission on Biodefense is today urging exactly that. Former Governor Tom Ridge of Pennsylvania was the first Homeland Security Secretary formed after 9-11 when the main threat then was seen as foreign. Uh, now it's clear that it's both foreign and domestic. And Mr. Secretary. Well, Wayne, good morning. What does the virus say about our vulnerability to those with laboratories who are looking to do us harm? How does our struggle to contain COVID inform our enemies? Well, you know, Wayne, that is a part of uh, the concern that we began to address to look at uh, the possibility of either a nation state using a pathogen or an accidental release from a national lab working on these things. We can't avoid the development of infectious diseases. Mother Nature's too clever for that. But we can avoid and prevent pandemics in the future. So you saw it coming. It came. What are the lessons? It's a great question, Wayne, because we have really no strategy, but we know we have the science and technology to do it. COVID is one of 25 different viral families. So let's build prototype vaccines. Let's have a flexible, uh, scalable manufacturing capability. Right now, people are clamoring for more and more vaccines. Let's build up that capability. How about developing in the next 10 years needle-free uh, method of drugs or vaccine administration? Think about that, needle-free. We can do this, Wayne. It takes will, which we may have now after having to endure COVID. I'm sure it takes an awful big investment, too. Any idea what it would be? Think about it in these terms, Wayne, if you don't mind. This year, the Congress of the United States will approve a defense budget to protect us against our enemies of $700 billion. Now, just think if you took $20 billion a year for the next 10 years to build all this capacity, and let's make sure that pandemics by the year of 2030 
are no longer the scourge as it was in 2020. Former Homeland Security Secretary Tom Ridge, we're going to follow up tomorrow with the domestic threats, those who call themselves patriots storming the Capitol and why our authorities with the best intelligence did not stop them. That's today's morning news roundup on Wednesday, January 27th. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, a daily download of the news you need to start your day. On air, on radio.com, and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.